Bokar Tov, Baruch Hashem, we had the Zachut to finish Shemuel Aleph yesterday. And uh, it, was, it was, I think, about an 11-month 11, 11 project, only because we took a four-month break in the middle for when I got married and I left. Um, so, it was, uh, so, Baruch Hashem, we had the Zachut. One of the things I learned before we even get to the topic of Shemuel Aleph and what the book was about and what we learned from it, one of the things I've been realizing is that we've already done, since we started this Navi class, we've studied Sefer Yoshua, we've studied Sefer Shofetim, and we're done with Shmuel Aleph. And these aren't, especially Shmuel Aleph, it's not a short book. You know, it's like, a, it's a significant amount of, of learning. Um, and we do it 10 minutes a day, about 10 to 12 minutes a day, right after from 8.45 to 9. And it's like, we're just consistent. We do, if we miss maximum, we miss once or twice a week, but like, I think we haven't had less than three classes in a week in like, you know, ever since I came back. So um, it's an amazing thing how much you accomplish if you just do a little bit every day and you don't miss and you're consistent. And these stories are fascinating and you, they're so relevant to us and there's so much to learn from them and you learn about our history and about, and about the greatest tzaddikim in Am Yisrael. It's, there's, it's a no-brainer. So it's an open invitation. Anybody is welcome to join. Please join us 8.45 to 9. We're learning. We're going to be studying Shemuel Bet. And we're not going to stop. Bezor Hashem, we should all see a lot of zikhut in not only our learning, but also in our businesses because we're staying the extra few minutes to learn. The book is, it's an amazing book. There are three characters that stand out in the book. There are three leaders that stand out in the book of Shemuel Aleph. Shemuel, Shaul, and David. And then there are other characters as well, but these are the three leader, leadership characters. Shemuel takes up the first third of the book, his rise to power and his rise to greatness and how he helped Ben Israel fend off the Pelishtim. Shaul is, this, let's say, the second third of the book. And then the third part of the book is Shaul chasing after David. I don't know how many people know the backstory, but after Shaul failed in his leadership... Shemuel told him that David is going to be the leader of Am Yisrael, and then Shaul went into a kind of depression when he realized that he's losing the leadership and David is going to be the next king, and that he failed. He got depressed and he developed a sense like a like a uh, this paranoid personality, and he became extremely paranoid. And then he started chasing David. So much of the book, the latter half of the book, talks about David as he's running away from Shaul. And this is what I want to focus on because it's the part probably the most, uh, the most intense part of the book and the, the most uh, dramatic part of the book is when David is running away from Shaul. There's a lot to learn from this because there's one theme that we can continuously see from David as he's running away from Shaul is that any time he had an opportunity to get Shaul, to kill Shaul, he didn't take the opportunity. He had multiple opportunities we read where he, he approached Shaul and he caught Shaul. And then in one case it was uh, Avishai, his nephew or his general. In another case it was his, his, his uh, soldiers that were there. They were telling him, go attack Shaul, you have him, he's yours. He said, I'm not going to touch him. If God wants to touch him, he could touch him. Now what we don't appreciate is how much stress David was under at these points. David was being chased for his life. He was constantly anxious. Imagine having this, what it feels like. But imagine having this fear for your life for months and for years by none other than the strongest man in the kingdom. Imagine having that fear and then having the opportunity to rid yourself of that anxiety and you don't take it. 
So where did David get this strength from? Where did David get this ability from to, to not kill Shaul? Because he said, it's not my job to kill Shaul. This was his emunah. This is his ability to just have faith in God. And I know it's simple, and we hear it a lot, but when you see it in different scenarios, it sometimes helps for you to kind of, kind of absorb the message. And that's the best and probably the only tool we have to fighting fear and fighting difficulty in life is our emunah in God. There's one thing that's so clear about David, it's that with all of the difficulty he went through, with all the struggles, with all of the being chased by Shaul, with all of his own difficulties, he had complete emunah in God, he was humble, he took the difficulty and he accepted it, the struggle he accepted, he grew from it, and he never let it rattle him. He never let it turn him into a bad person. So when he had opportunities to do things that were a little bit gray, he never took them. I think if there's one thing we could walk away from in the book, it's that. It's that everybody's life, you could see, maybe not to the same degree as David, but everybody has their difficulties in life. Everybody has their struggles, their fears, their anxieties. And it's simple, but the only answer is to have emunan bore olam. The only answer is to say, you know what, I'm scared. You know what, business has been difficult. But I have faith in Borei Olam. I'm not going to let this rattle me. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to do the right thing, even when it's sometimes easier not to do the right thing. It's a beautiful thing. And to the extent that all of these, all of these anxieties that David had and he had to deal with, we got another book from him that, that was his kind of like his prayers to Borei Olam during this process, and that's the book of Tehilim, which we happen to also be studying in the mornings. And we use all of these tefillot and Tehilim, we use them in our tefillah all the time. These are the backbone of the tefillah because they represent a man who is struggling but is, used, but is clinging to God despite his struggle. And that's the lesson for us. I give everyone the beracha that we should have this ability, like David HaMelech, with all of the struggles in life to cling to Borei Olam, with all the struggles in life to have a munah, when it's difficult, when you feel like you're in the dumps, when you feel like life is being treating you harshly, think about David. Think about what David went to and see how strong he was and see how strong he came out of it. He ends up becoming the king of Am Israel. He still has his struggles, but we'll learn about those struggles in Shemuel Bet. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen v'amen.